3: Engaging the culture with the mind of Christ.
2: Engaging the culture with the mind of Christ.
0: Engaging the culture with the mind of Christ.
4: Oh yes, good evening, good evening to you and happy Sunday, trust your Sunday has been beautiful. Thank you so very much for tuning in to gospelbestradio.com, your community Christian internet talk radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. The program is Reader's Club, this is the meeting of the Reader's Club and we've been reading the book Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan, and now... Sorry, one minute, we've been reading the book, Pilgrim's Progress, by John Bonian, and now we are at the chapter titled, The Cross. Uh, for those who were with us yesterday, you know that we had such a wonderful time before the Lord. I was speaking with some uh, members of the Reader's Club after yesterday's, uh, yesterday's meeting, and uh, the feedback has been that, well, God... Uh, God did speak to us yesterday as he has been doing since we started reading this book. What, what, what a glorious book that the Lord uh, made possible for John Bunyan to write many, many centuries ago. So thank you very much for joining us. I uh, have with me here in the virtual studio. There is sister sister Tawunuga and Lee Babalola. Thank you so very much for joining us today. We are expecting more members of the... Uh, Reader's Club to join us in the virtual uh, studio. And for those who are right there at uh, gospelbestradio.com, thank you very much. We see you. We see the big number there. Thank you so very much. It's going to be another beautiful one. We we have a short passage to read today, but it is uh, perhaps one of the most important passages of all. I pray God will give us the grace uh, to actually fully understand this passage. If you are with us at gospelbestradio.com, what you can do is to tap the whatsapp widget see that whatsapp widget on the bottom right hand corner and let us know your thoughts if you have questions or contributions to make please do not hesitate to tap the whatsapp widget and do join us thank you very much we are going to begin now by singing our permanent hymn for this study you know that hymn we are marching to zion we are marching to zion so let's start singing that hymn we are marching to zion come with the love of the lord and let our joys be known. If you are at gospelbestlou.com, you see that PDF uh, on our page, just scroll through it. All the program is set out there, and you can always join us. Come with the love of the Lord, and let our joys be known.
5: That love the Lord And let our joys be known in a song in sweet accord Join in a song with sweet accord And thus around the throne And thus around the throne Marching to Zion Beautiful, beautiful Zion. We're marching upward to Zion, the beautiful city of God. Let those refuse to sing who never knew a God but children of the heavenly king but children of the heavenly king may speak their joys abroad may speak their joys abroad we're marching to zion to beautiful beautiful zion We are marching upward to Zion, the beautiful city of God.
4: Then we sing number four now, Then let our songs abound.
5: Then let our songs abound and every be dry. We are marching through Emmanuel's ground we're marching through Emmanuel's ground To fair words on high To Pharaoh's words on high We're marching to Zion To beautiful, beautiful Zion We're marching on
4: Amen, amen, amen. Thank you very much for joining us. Okay, let's have the opening prayer now to be said by our dear sister to our wunaga. you ready? Please say the opening prayer.
2: All right. Can you hear me?
4: Yes, please.
6: All
7: right.
8: Heavenly Father, we thank you. King of Glory, we bless your We worship and adore you. for your good, your kind, will be and
5: dear forever.
6: Thank you for another opportunity to learn at your feet.
5: Thank you,
4: Lord Father.
6: We ask that the Holy Spirit will be our teacher in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. for us not to be hear as alone, but doers of the word that we shall hear tonight. You will grant them to us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Even as we learn from the life of Christian and every other character in the previous pilgrims progress. I say that the Lord Almighty will help us to give our heart to learning to understanding
2: and to the application of all that we are learning Jesus name amen For in Jesus, name we are free
4: amen. amen amen thank you very much God bless you very good okay let's begin now again if you are at remember that you can scroll through the uh, the program that is right there on our homepage. And if you want to make any contribution, just tap the WhatsApp widget there and and let, let's have your contributions. Okay, now let's recite our memory verses for this study, the permanent uh, memory verses that the author of the book uh, put at the beginning of this, of this book. Are we ready? Everybody, you can unmute now, please, and join us. Let's take the first one. Yes. Dearly beloved, I beseech, I you, beseech you as strangers, as strangers and
3: pilgrims,
4: and abstain from fleshly lusts which war against, war against the soul.
3: 1
4: Peter
9: 2, mm-hmm. 11.
4: These all, faith, These all died in faith, not having faith. received not the, promises, having
7: the promises, but having seen but them afar off, we, of we are assured of embrace them, embraced them, embrace and
4: confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims, and pilgrims on the earth. On the earth. Hebrews 11 13. Enter by, Enter by the narrow gate,
3: for, for wide, wide is the gate road. and
4: broad is the way, that, is leads the way that leads to destruction. destruction there
6: and are there, many there are, are many who go going by it, because, because
4: narrow, narrow is the gate and the difficult, difficult is the way which leads to life. Leads to life. And, there and there are few who find, find it. it.
3: Matthew 7, 7, 13 to 14. To 14.
4: <laughs> Matthew 7, 13 to 14. Thank you very much. Let's all try to memorize these verses as we go along. Now, we're not taking the story so far today, we're just good, taking a summary of yesterday's yesterday's reading. Now, I'd invited uh, a sister, St. Yemisi, to, uh, to read, but I'm not sure she's here now. St. I are you here in the virtual studio? Okay. Good
10: evening.
4: Oh, you are? Okay, good, good, good.
10: Good evening.
4: Good evening. Thank, thank you so very much for joining us. Evening, sir. Okay. So, a summary of, of yesterday's reading. Okay,
10: thank you. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Well, as Christian continued on his journey to the celestial city, Goodwill advised that he would learn valuable lessons from the interpreter. Yes. Which is portrayed as the Holy Spirit. On mm-hmm. getting to the door, Christian knocked persistently and eventually saw the interpreter. And he narrated his ordeal to him and his destination. Yes. Which is the celestial city. Mm-hmm. The interpreter welcomed him and told him to pay attention to the profitable lessons he was about to show. Him, which Mm. will be useful to the Christian in his journey. Yes. The first um, profitable lesson the godly man. Yes. Uh, The picture of the man hanging on the wall, of a serious man who had looked up to heaven with a Bible on his hand Mm -hmm. and the word of God on his lips and a crown on his head, leaving the world behind him. He ministered to men in the world about the world to come. The godly man who had less values of things in the present world. The interpreter showed Christian the godly man first because he will be his guide in difficult times. Mm. And so that Christian will be able to identify, um, will be able to identify men who pretend, you know, he will be able to identify the the unreal man from those that would, from the real godly men exactly. who pretend, while in reality they lead to death mm. as he journeys to the celestial
4: city. city. yes.
10: The next profitable lesson he learned was um, that of the of um, the dusty palo. Yes. Peter wandered about the dusty scene, and the interpreter asked for the room to be swept. But the dusty room was unbearable to sweep, mm-hmm. and Christian began to choke. The interpreter directed the median um, to sprinkle some water so that it would make it easy for him to sweep. Yes. The parlor here referred to um, the grace of the gospel. The dust is the sin and um, the inward corruption of man. Mm-hmm. The first sweeper is the law which condemns and also exposes the sin of man. Yes. The sprinkled water is the gospel. The entrance of the gospel to the heart of man brings about knowledge yes. of grace mm-hmm. and doing away with the law that condemns and exposes the sin and corruption. Yes. For there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Oh, yes. The third valuable lesson, the next variable lesson for Christian was that of the little children, passion and patience. Yes. Passion, the older of the two, was that of a dissatisfied, eager. Mm-hmm. Anxious, a now person, unwilling to wait, mm. as the guardian had proposed on getting the best things the next year, he wanted his best things now. You know, we, Christ, you know, um, um, while patience was willing to wait, soon after, passion received his treasure. He rejoiced and mocked at patience. Passion eventually lavished his treasure and was left with nothing. Yes. The interpreter explains to Christian further that passion is a worldly man. Who wanted everything now in this life? They have all the good things now. While patience, whose glory is of the next world, willing to wait, who will have the last laugh Mm. and his treasures will be everlasting? Yes. Just as Lazarus had um, received um, bad things in in this world, he will be comforted in the in the world to okay. come everlasting, and the rich man will be agony. The fourth um, valuable lesson, this was um, of um, someone standing by the fire, continually throwing great amounts of water to quench it. But the fire grew hotter. The interpreter explained that this fire is the work of grace, which is the believer's heart, and the devil, who continually tries to quench the fire, is the heart of the believer. Yes. The devil, it's like a lion that's looking for more to devour, But in spite of the attempt, the, the fire keeps getting hotter. Mm. That is, grace abounds. Yes. The interpreter showed Christian how the fire keeps getting hot. How our um, um, the, the man, which, which is Jesus in the story, with a jar of oil in his hand, secretly cast oil into the fire for us and how hard it is for a tempted believer to see the work of grace despite his shortcomings. Mm -hmm. Christian clearly understood the values in the lesson the interpreter was portraying. Yes. The fifth valuable lesson, the door of the palace. Beautiful to behold. Mm -hmm. Christian saw the door guarded by armed men against intruders. A man determined to get get into um, the palace asked, that his name be written at the desk after his name had been written he battled his way into the palace after so much wounds and attempts to keep him out mm-hmm. but he eventually got into the palace and was clothed in gold and he received the jubilation from those clothed in, the, in 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 the golden robe great at this point Britain was more determined to continue his journey because it was bewildered mm-hmm. by the by the beautiful palace. Yes. But the interpreter told me, told him he had more to show him, so to be patient. On the next account, the interpreter asked Christian to ask the man by himself. The account of the professor, a man who was once zealous for the world to come, yes. who also headed for the celestial city with great joy at mm. the thought of reaching his goal. He became miserable and in despair locked up in a in an iron cage of despair that is his mind he was trapped in his mind mm. he was unable to escape the man stopped being serious and the cares of life caught up with him a man who knew the world and destined to get to the finish line fell due to lost pleasures profits and enjoyments of this world unfortunately mm. well, the devil caught up with him however he was extremely close to the, to the um, Celestial City. The interpreter asked why he could not repent and turn to God, knowing our God is full of mercy, but he has lost his chance. I quote from the book, God has denied repentance to me. Mm. God himself has shot him in the iron cage. The man had said to himself that he has crucified Jesus Christ afresh, and he has called the person of Christ. The interpreter said, to, to, um, to Christian, that let this misery be remembered by you as an everlasting warning not to get carried away by the cares of life, even as close as it is to the promised land. And it reminds me of this that we should seek God while He may be found.
7: Mm-hmm.
10: Mm-hmm. And Christian, much eager to embark on, embark on his journey, but still had more lessons to learn. Yes, fearful, but resulted to prayer and said, May God always help him watch and to pray. Yes. And to shun. To shun all the um, cares of life. The trembling man. I think that's the final account. Yes. This account is that of the second coming of Jesus Christ. The the resurrection. The trembling man was scared and he trembled at what he saw.
7: Mm.
10: Because the man, which is the the cloud, Jesus Told his angels that they should, when the sh- that the chaffs, tears, and stubble will be separated from the wheat. For in the burning lake of fire they will go, and in the bottomless pits. While some were exceedingly glad about this, others sought to hide themselves like the trembling man. Then the book of life was opened, and the wheat, that is the believers, mm. you know, were put aside. They were cast into the palm. That, that's those that made it to the celestial city. Yes. They were cast into the ban. But the trembling man was left behind. Mm. And the man Jesus had his gaze upon him, mm. and his sins flashed to his mind, and his conscience judged him. Judge he was not ready. Judgment was here, and he was not ready. Mm. The interpreter said to Christian, Keep all this in mind as you go in your journey. So Christian began to prepare. Inasmuch as he was eager to go, he was a bit fearful, but he had learned the profitable things that goodwill had told him that his interpreter was going to show him. Yes. They were pleasant, but dreadful, mm. and the lesson learned were to lead him on to the celestial city.
4: Thank you very much. Beautiful, beautiful summation there. They were pleasant but dreadful things. Pleasant but dreadful things. Thank you. That's a good summary of yesterday's reading and the lessons that the Holy Spirit helped us to draw from those illustrations. Remember that all the while, since Christian left the city of destruction, he had the body on his back, the body in which we identified as the guilt of sin, and he has been carrying it since then. Now we get to the cross and we now invite Saphis Allah Bangba to lead us in reading. in the cross. This is one of the shortest uh, chapters in the the book. This is quite short, but perhaps the most important. Okay, Uh, Fisola, are you ready? Hello? Okay, I see you're not muted, but we can't hear you. Good, okay. Your, yes. Your Honor, good. We can hear you now. Yes. Okay.
6: Good evening, everybody. Good evening. The cross. Now I saw in my dream that the highway up which Christian was to go was fenced on both sides with a wall, and that wall was called salvation. Up this way, therefore, boarding Christian ran, but not without great difficulty. Because of the heavy load on his back, he ran on thus until he came to a place where there was a hill, and upon that hill stood the cross, and a little below at the bottom was a sepulcher. So I saw in my dream that just as Christian came up to the cross, his body fell off his shoulders and back and began to tumble, until he came to the mouth of the sepulchre, where it fell in, and I saw it no more. Then Christian was glad and joyful, and said with a merry heart, Jesus has given me rest by his sorrow, and life by his death. So he stood still a while to ponder and wonder, for it was very surprising to him that the sight of the cross should thus ease him of his burden. He looked therefore and looked again until tears flowed down his cheeks. Now, as he stood looking and weeping, behold, three shining ones came to him and greeted him with, Peace unto you. The first said to him, Your sins are forgiven. The second stripped him of his rags and clothed him with fine new clothes. The third shining one put a mark on Christian's forehead, gave him a scroll with a seal upon it and encouraged him to read it on his journey. He told Christian that he should turn it in at the celestial gate. So the shining ones left Christian and went on their way. Then Christian gave three lips for joy, and Mm. went on singing. Thus far did I come laden with my sin, nor could anything ease the grief that I was in, until I came here. What a place this is! This must be the beginning of my bliss. Yes. For here, the body fell, fell from off my back, and here... The chains that bound it to me did crack. Blessed cross, blessed sepulchre, blessed rather be the man who dare, who put to shame for me.
4: Hmm. Thank Thank you so very much. Amen, amen, hallelujah. And what a song Christian sang there. For here the burden fell off from my back, and here the chains that bound it to me did crack. Blessed cross, blessed sepulchre, blessed rather be the man who there was put to shame for me. And that's the joy of someone who has received the assurance of salvation and has been eased of the burden that he has been carrying. So uh, this is a beautiful place, a beautiful juncture in the book to to arrive at, and uh, we thank God that after reading so many of so many challenges and depressing things, I remember what the sister said yesterday when she uh, she spoke to us about the stately palace and said, well, uh, finally we can have a glimpse of something uplifting, and this is another chapter quite uplifting and I mean, when I was preparing for this, I said to myself that we we won't, we lack the words, the expressions to fully fully capture the importance of the cross in our lives. But the Holy Spirit will give us grace. So I invite you all to join this discussion. Now uh, we have some questions to run through as we reflect on the importance of this uh, this, this part of the book. Now, remember, let's go back to the very beginning. Of this passage it says now I saw in my dream that the highway up which Christian was to go was fenced on both sides with a wall and that wall was called salvation was called salvation and we' are asking how does the description of the wall called salvation fencing the highway how does it relate to Christian's journey of faith And what does this signify? What does it signify that the, uh, the wall fencing the highway to the cross is called salvation? What does it signify? Can anybody attempt that? Let's discuss it. Let's discuss it. Why? Why do you think the author chose to name the wall fencing the highway to the cross, the wall of salvation?
3: Um,
9: I feel one thing we gain or experience yes. or we benefit from the cross is salvation. Yes. And just like you said at the beginning of the lesson that even though the chapter is very short, mm. it is just it is about the most important mm. of this book, because the pilgrim must experience salvation yes that is the first encounter and sincerely, while I was reading this chapter it's it's so so vivid that yeah. ah victory at last the mm-hmm. body fell
7: mm-hmm.
9: and because i've seen the cartoon of the pilgrim okay. progress okay. it just okay. made it, it was so vivid and quite touching mm. that yes victory at last the boarding that thing was so heavy in the film it looked like iron mm. like a
4: box of ion. iron and he was struggling so, he was struggling with it I and mean, he was pulling him back
9: yeah. Yes, yes, so how we just fell so easily, just Mm. like without any effort, and it tells us about grace Mm
3: -hmm. that by grace we have
9: been saved. There's no how we could struggle, there's no how we could force off that burden of sin. It is the grace of God by the make us to be saved. So, there's no other word that's no no other thing that would have gained from the cross, if not salvation.
4: exactly, if not the, sal- the
9: name salvation is rightly tagged.
4: Mm-hmm. Thank you so very yes, much. Sir. Yeah, the name sal- is just the right word, uh, for that. Any, any other contribution on that? Uh, because you are, you are quite right, in fact, 100% correct, that the appropriate name. Uh, to name that road or the fence guiding it is salvation. Uh, somebody wrote saying that it signifies the grace and mercy of God that surrounds and guides believers on their way on their journey of faith, and that's so true. As Christian was journeying on that hill to to, to the cross, uh, the fence signifies the grace and mercy of God that surrounds us, you know, in our journey of faith. And remember what we studied yesterday: uh, the story, uh, the illustration of the man behind the wall who was supplying oil who was supplying oil to the fire and did not allow uh, the water to quench the fire we are we can be sure of that under this it says this verse emphasizes that God himself is our salvation and the defender of his people and that's so true God himself is our salvation and the defender of his people so uh, we can draw courage from that as we journey on that the walls surrounding us as we journey on that wall is called Salvation, And that is straight from Isaiah 26.1. Uh, as we all noted at the beginning of this book, we find that almost every conversation, every plot, uh, indeed uh, every discussion is inspired by the Bible. Isaiah 26.1, it says, In that day, this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. God makes salvation its walls and ramparts. And of course, know that Prophet Isaiah was not talking just about uh, uh, the days of when he wrote, but about the uh, full realization of our salvation. In that day, this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. God makes salvation its walls and ramparts. Okay, thank you so very much. So as we reflect on that, let us take courage that the road, uh, uh, the, the fence rather, fencing us as we journey on is called salvation. We are saved. We are protected and we can draw Assurance from that. If you want to take us back anytime, please feel free to do so. And if you are listening to us at gospelbestwith.com, please just um, tap that WhatsApp widget and, and send in your comments or your question. Okay, let's go to the to the second question. Yeah, it says, What does the hill and the cross symbolize in Christians' experience? And why is it significant that his burden fell off at this specific location? Why is it significant? that his body fell off at this specific location, this very location, this, this place, the foot of the cross. Why is it significant? Uh, and you can tie it to the things we have read in the past in this, in this book. Why is it significant that his body fell off at this specific location? Because it's interesting, he got to the, you know he got to the narrow gate, he was admitted in, he did not, he did not uh, fall off, he got to the earth of the interpreter, uh, which we believe symbolized the Holy Spirit at that point, but it was until he got to the foot of the cross and then he fell off on its own. Uh, who, wants to, uh, who wants to attempt an answer there? Why is it significant that his body fell off at this specific location? And of course, I can make reference to this passage we have here, Zechariah thirteen one. Zechariah thirteen one. On that day, a fountain will be opened to the house of David and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem to cleanse them from sin and impurity. On that day, a fountain will, of course, the fountain that Zechariah spoke about, of course, was the death uh, of our Lord on the cross of Calvary and His blood that flowed and is still flowing at Calvary. So it is only at Calvary that burdens are lifted. Only at Calvary, only at the foot of the cross. Anybody who is looking to God for the burden of the guilt of sin to be lifted must go pleading what? Pleading what? Pleading the blood of Jesus. Only the blood of Jesus. And that's the only plea we have. So when we go to God in prayer and we kneel down and uh, we ask for his intervention, we have to, to ask for it in the name of Jesus. Pleading the blood of Jesus. And it's the same thing for the sinner who is coming to salvation for the first time. The sinner is invited uh, to plead only the blood of Jesus. Why should God? Uh, why should God lift the burden away? Why should His power make the burden roll away? We said, I have no plea, nothing in my hand. I bring simply to Thy cross I cling. You know that's from a hymn. Nothing in my hand I bring. Simply to Thy cross I cling. Naked come to Thee for dress. Helpless come to Thee for and it was strength. Violet to the fountain fly, wash me, Savior, or I die. Okay, we have this. Okay, thank you. started to write in there in the chat room. I think it's because it is only at the cross that we find salvation. Yes, and that's so true. And that's why number, two things are important here. What it was noted there. It is only, the only, we should capitalize it, and even underline it is only, only at the cross, only at the cross. Remember uh, Mr. Wadley Wise Man, Trying to tell Christian of another another way, and said, "No, you don't have to go through that road. You don't have to go through the narrow road. The narrow road leads to leads to to the cross." As Christian has arrived now at the cross, uh, Mr. Worldly Wise Man wanted to tell him, "No, you don't need to do that. there, there is other. There's another way." And aside from Mr. worldly wise man, there will be so many people as well who would want to give us other ways. There are many other ways. It is only at the cross that we find salvation. Thank you for that. And the second one is that at the cross, burdens are lifted. And we can be sure of that. Yes. Okay, I have this... I was going to say... Okay. okay, I was going
6: to say that it was also at the cross that the ultimate sacrifice was made Mm. by Jesus for us.
4: Exactly.
6: And And... it brings to mind this in... The cross, at the cross, at the cross, where, where first I saw, saw, the saw the light, and the burden of my heart rolled away, because it was it, there it, it by faith, faith I received my, I sight. Received my sight, and, and now, now I'm happy, I all happy all the way. Exactly, so it is the death of Jesus on the cross mm. that would relieve of relieve us of all the burdens of our hearts, the burdens that we have, nothing else can remove this burden nothing from else. us.
4: Nothing else. And so else.
6: it's at the foot of the cross where the price was paid. That is why Christian's burden could just easily slide off his back.
4: Exactly. Thank you very much. Uh, because the ultimate sacrifice was made there, and so his burden could easily fall off his back there. On that day, Zachariah, that well, a fountain would be opened to the house of David to cleanse them from sin and impurity. So, okay, we also have this on WhatsApp, and thank you very much there. Okay, I see your name on WhatsApp. Okay, uh, okay. Thank you, Ma, for joining us. And this is what she has written, and very, very insightful on WhatsApp. I think this body fell off when it got to the cross because it was there that our sins were washed away by the precious blood shed for us by our Lord Jesus Christ. Exactly. It was there that... Uh, our sins were washed away by the precious blood shed for us by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you very much, man. I really appreciate this. So I think three things. Now, number one, it is only at the cross that burdens are lifted. Uh, second, it is it is significant uh, because the ultimate sacrifice was made there. It was made there. And third, that we can have confidence that burdens are lifted at cavalry that's a in i want us to sing and many people may not know it well i'm going to play it and then we have the words already if you are at just just yeah, can i say something can i say something
8: please? Okay,
4: okay just hold on just hold on okay we have two people who, we have somebody who, let's after sister building a second then you uh okay hold on just, just hold on one minute I, I want to play this song very short, very, just two stanzas, and then and then we are going to continue uh, to contribute to this. Yes, I spent in vanity and pride. I want us to listen to this, and then if if you know, you can sing along. But if you don't, just look at the words there.
0: Years I spent in vanity and pride.
4: Caring not, my Lord was crucified
0: my lord was crucified
4: knowing not it was for me he died
0: On
4: oh, night it was for me
0: he died calvary
4: <laughs> mercy there was great
0: mercy grace was, was great and grace was
4: free pardon there was multiplied ah. to me to me, there my body so found liberty. There my
0: found liberty
4: at Calvary. at Calvary. Oh, the love that drew salvation's plan. Oh the, grace that it down to man.
0: oh, the grace that brought it down to man.
4: Oh, the mighty gulf that God this pan oh, at Calvary. there was multiplied to me there my body so found liberty at Calvary
0: mercy
5: there was great and great was free, pardon. There was multiplied to me. There, my burden so far lifted.
4: No, yes, at Calvary. And we must never forget that that everything was consummated at Calvary. Okay, Sister so B it's do a, a, a second. After that, uh, show me, yes. Go ahead.
11: Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Hebrews 9.14 tells us that the blood of Christ was shed for our sake, mm. and it cleanses our consciences from acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living God.
4: Exactly. That for
11: we who trust in Christ, we are washed in his blood, fully cleansed from sin. So it is in Jesus that we are saved from sin. And we've said earlier that the burden that Christian was carrying was his guilt from exactly. sin. Exactly. And when it came to the cross, it had no option but to be rolled away.
4: But to be rolled
11: away. Because way. it is in Jesus that we can get that cleansing
4: from Thanks. sin and its guilt. From sin and its guilt. Thank you so very much. Hebrews 9.14, we all had it there, and I, and I thank you uh, for bringing that, that up. I love the NIV for Hebrews 9.14. How much more then with the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished blemish to God, cleansed our consciences from acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living God. That's how powerful the blood of Jesus is. And if we go away with anything today, it should be uh, to be reminded of the power the efficacy of the blood that was shed at Calvary. Thank you very much, Ma. okay. Antonio, I see them let me see. Okay, go ahead. Ma.
8: Yes, I just want to say that uh, the cross symbolizes death. Mm. It is death. Carry your cross or deny yourself, carry your cross and follow me.
3: Mm.
8: What the cross symbolizes is death. And um, a dead person doesn't have burden, you don't have guilt, you don't have anything. Mm. And I believe that's why Paul could easily say, I've been crucified with Christ. Christ. It is no longer I that live. And uh, the life of God, the life, the zoe life of God is given at the cross. Yes. A dead person has no, no body. No, No body to carry. No guilt. No guilt,
3: mm-hmm.
8: no sin. Everything about you is centered on the life of Christ. Yes. There's an exchange at the cross. Mm-hmm. So the cross symbolizes death and nothing else. It's just death. You die. And if you die, a dead person has no feelings. <laughs> exactly. So that's what I want to say. Uh,
4: exactly. So so you find uh, exactly so to uh, theological interpretations leading to the, leading to the same conclusion. Uh, but the one you have mentioned is quite important for us to understand because then it opens a totally new vista which is equally important uh, that at the foot of the cross where bodies are rolled off, where sins are cleansed, even at, the, at that cross we die to self Right, and then we are given okay. a new life. Given a new life, Galatians two yeah. so twenty. Exactly, the life of God. The yes. life of we God, and in God. that in that life, there are no burdens to carry because the life yes. that was that, that was uh, that died at the foot of the cross, it would die with all the burdens of the guilt of sin. Thank yeah. you, Ma. Galatians- and
8: why, yeah, and Jesus made that appear. Come to me, all you are laden.
4: Yes, and I'll I will give you rest. I will rest. And Galatians,
8: yeah.
4: yes. Galatians 2.20, that I have been crucified with yes. Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So, at the foot of the cross, the old man dies, right? along with the burdens that the old man was carrying, and then a new life, a new life that is free of all burdens is given, the Zoe life. Thank you very much, my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful one. Thank you very much. Okay, let's go to the third question. Uh, if you are at gospelbestview.com, feel free to reach out to us on WhatsApp, and uh, everybody in virtual studio as well in the chat room, or by just unmuting your microphone. Okay, remember what Christian said at the foot of the cross. And we're asking the question, you know, the Christian said, wow, when the burden rolled off his back, he said, Jesus has given me rest by His sorrow and life by his death. How does this response reflect the essence of the Christian faith and the message of the cross? How does it reflect the essence of the Christian faith and the message of the cross? I think we have touched on it a bit, but I want us to identify two major things. We've spoken about them. But we need to identify those two major things that reflect the essence of uh, the Christian faith and the message of the cross. Before you contribute, let me read this one from uh, this is sister Lubomir Adishino. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, she has been here on WhatsApp saying, Yes, we die completely to the flesh at the foot of the cross. And then we become a new creation, living a brand new life of Jesus Christ alone. Exactly. And that's so true. Thank you, ma. We die completely to the flesh at the foot of the cross, and then we become a new creation, living a brand new life of Jesus Christ alone. Thank you very much, man. Okay. So, when Christian said, Jesus has given me rest by his sorrow and life by his death. Uh, what does it tell us about the message of the cross? I think two important messages two important messages uh, that constitute the singular message of the cross or two things embedded in the message of the cross. I mean, it's right there in Christian statement, and I think you also alluded to it. So okay someone 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 volunteer. Jesus has given me rest by His sorrow and life by His death. So, because uh, we are we are all trained, called to be evangelists, so as we go out and we say, "What is the message of the cross?" What is the message of the cross? Uh, the two uh, major blessings embedded in that message, message of the cross. Uh, lady, do you want to try? So I'm putting you at the spot, although <laughs> although you are not signifying. Are you there?
8: I don't know, but I want to say that um, at the cross, there's an exchange.
4: Mm-hmm. The first one.
8: There's an exchange of life. Yes. Because the the cross, at the cross, there was a substitutional role. We took uh, we over uh, Jesus' life. Everything, everything that, uh, you know, we call ourselves the joint here with Christ. Yes. So everything that Christ has. He,
4: he, he has given to, to us.
8: In exchange, yes. Yes. So we are entitled to what everything that Jesus has. Mm. And we know that with Jesus we are co with him. Yes. We are the heir of God. So that means everything God has. We have. We have. is our own. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important for us to know our identity. There's an identity change. There's an exchange, identity. Christ in you, the hope of glory. The hope of glory. Who are you in Christ? What is Christ in you? You understand? There's an exchange, so you got to know who you are. Absolutely. And, you know, yes. And when you have that identity, you are clear about that identity of what happened on the cross. Because so many things happened on the cross, oh, yes. And when when you know and you um uh, believe, or how do I say it now? And that identity is um becomes a reality to you, oh, yes. When that identity becomes a reality to you, then you're a totally new person, exactly. and that's where. And uh, that's when the Holy Spirit can manifest His power. In,
3: in, in the life of the person.
8: And command demons and you, know, okay. and, you know, do signs and wonders.
4: Exactly. Thank you, Ma. Thank you so very much. Ma. So there is, there is that exchange of identity at the foot of the cross. And that, that again, emphasizes the point uh, that uh, we're trying to make from this question. Uh, the message of the cross, we can find in the message of the cross... Uh, the answer to that in Christian statement, he said, Jesus has given me rest by his sorrow and life by his death. So, the message of the cross is that is rest. You come to the cross, the burden is rolled away, you have rest from your sorrows and your burdens. Exactly what Jesus said, Come to me and I'll give you rest. Rest. And so, the person who is truly saved. is no longer pursued by the guilt of sin. Not that you will not if you sin, yes, the Holy Spirit will bring it to your consciousness, but then we know we have an advocate, as the Apostle John wrote. So there is rest, and second, there is life. So rest and life, these are the um, these are the blessings in the message of the cross. Rest and life. So that's why usually when you find Christians who do not have rest, they're still always struggling and then going from place to place, just trying to find it. You wonder like, do you have the Holy Spirit? Have you been saved? Well, person who has been saved? Has received rest, the assurance, the wall of salvation guiding us uh, as we journey along. And then as we're going to find uh, very shortly, also the seal of the Holy Spirit. So rest and then life eternal, life eternal. Okay, number four. In what ways can we relate to Christian's experience of pondering and weeping as he stood before the cross? How has the cross brought comfort and transformation in our lives? Remember that, okay, let me refer to the portion of the text here. It says, so so he stood still a while to ponder and wonder, for it was very surprising to him that the sight of the cross should thus ease him of his burden. He looked, therefore, and looked again until tears flowed down his cheeks. Tears flowed down his cheeks. Again, I want to ask you, uh, was Christian over-dramatizing there that he, he started weeping at the foot of the cross? Here, here we have started Zechariah 12.10, uh, one of the uh, prophetic writings of what will happen uh, upon the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. said, And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplications. And they shall look upon me, whom they are pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn for his firstborn imagine that so, w- w- so why we talk about Christian there you know mourning and crying and weeping at the foot of the cross uh, do you think it was over dramatizing how has the cross brought comfort and transform- transformation in our own lives any volunteer doc thank you for joining us I see you coming in now uh,
1: Thank you, bro, Femi. Good, I was good. in another
4: meeting. Okay, okay, that's so fine. So
1: just finished I'm really sorry, yeah.
4: That's fine. That's fine. I, I don't know whether you were able to read the text today, but you know, we are, we are discussing where Christian, after his body uh, rolled off automatically at the foot of the cross. He looked, he looked again and started weeping. And we are asking, uh, was it over-dramatizing? Or and how has the cross brought comfort and transformation to our lives? Uh, just before you, you respond, like, somebody was... Uh, sister Biel, go ahead.
11: Uh, I was just going to say that um, at the cross, mm. we from Romans six eleven, yes, we are told to consider ourselves to be dead to sin. Okay. But, to, but we are alive to God in Christ Jesus. And exactly. therefore, we are not to allow sin to continue to reign in our mortal body
3: mm-hmm.
11: for us to obey its lust and passions. Yeah. And, um, yes. The que- the answer to your question is yes. It wasn't over dramatizing.
3: Mm-hmm.
11: It is something that at one time or the other, when we come to Christ, which we experience, when mm-hmm. you realize the enormity of your sin and what it costs God, we are we are told that grace. The acronym the acronym for grace G R A C E mm. means God's redemptions. At Christ's expense.
4: At Christ's expense, exactly.
11: Yes. We often say that um, salvation is free. Hmm. But the truth is that it's not free. It costs God his life.
4: We are bought at the price. It's
11: not
8: cheap.
4: It's not cheap.
11: It's, not cheap. it's the, one of the most expensive. It is the most expensive um, commodity because God exactly. paid with his life for, for us. So hmm. we shouldn't um, cheapen it by continuing in sin. Mm. Thank you so very much. We Son shouldn't...
4: for us. Yeah. Exactly. We shouldn't cheapen it. Uh No, you know that we are bought at the price. No, you know that we were bought at the price. So it is not... It is free, but again, it was bought at, at an exorbitant price, the price of the blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus. And that's why Christian found himself there. Wow. Uh, the you know, Christian would have said to, to, to himself that the burden rolled off so easily because the ultimate sacrifice was given, and that's what, as I said earlier on as well, that because uh, the sacrifice was given there, I also recall the contribution earlier on, uh, by you, uh, mom, uh, who said, uh, because it was dead that our sins were washed away by the precious blood, the precious blood of Jesus. Thank you very much for bringing that up, uh, that, that, uh, Yes, it was fitting that Christians should stand there and weep, and weep for a sin, really exactly weep at the recollection that uh, that uh, that the price was paid, and it was it was a huge price that was paid. Uh, Doc, you want to say something?
1: Well, you know, when I look at a man before the cross, mm. to be honest, it's very difficult to know why a man will weep before the cross. A man may weep before the cross because he considers his own wretchedness Mm -hmm. and how much grace has done. Mm. A man may weep before the cross because of how grace has done it. Exactly. A man may weep before the cross because his heart has become more tender by what grace has done and how Excellent. he has done it Excellent. it's so deep mm-hmm. and you see the mother of the of the wesley's yeah. as she prayed over her many boys okay. i think maybe there were seven or twelve of them the children mm. the prayer that was critical to her was uh, well it wasn't even prayer alone i think it was something she told them if i recall correctly was telling them that whatever reduces the tenderness of your conscience, mm. that is sin unto you. Something like that. The point okay. I'm making is, when a man comes to the cross, something in our conscience mm. raises a tenderness within. Mm. The, 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 a tenderness the, the, that the of stone
4: is removed, and the out of flesh put there. I,
1: exactly thank you First. for that ezekiel 36 that mm-hmm. you brought us back to uh it ezekiel 36 yes now right. the point the point there is something happens to our hearts and what happens to our hearts is difficult to to tell in words yes mm-hmm. and so when we as believers ponder upon the cross there are times we just shed tears and we cannot really tell why
7: why mm-hmm.
1: we can't it's just tough to be able to say, oh, this was why all of the answers we are given are correct. Absolutely. But I'm saying that it's deeper, it's more complex. Yeah, and true. we just stand before the cross and ponder. And ponder. Was it not why uh, Fanny J. Crosby wrote that, that beautiful hymn? She said, at the cross. At the, cross, at the cross
4: where i first saw the light where i
1: first saw the light and the
4: burden, of, the my burden of my
1: heart rolled away my
4: it was there by it faith was there
1: by faith i, received, I sight. received my sight
4: and now i'm happy all the day long
1: all that day can you see what happened mm-hmm. It was like a blind person receiving sight for the first time. We have never been blind before. How do we explain the depth of such a joy? Oh, yes. Oh,
4: yes. Oh, yes. I know, interestingly, just before you joined, another sister uh, sang that song. That's a hymn at the cross. cross.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a pondering song. Mm -hmm. We can only ponder at the cross. And maybe the final point I want to make is that uh, may the Lord hold his cross ever before Mm. us. Amen.
4: That is thy a cross. cross before my dying eyes is there a, in the imba yeah. bag with me
1: oh good yeah, because that is the place of pondering yeah many mm-hmm. times many times we are so lost in the cross that we are carrying that we have lost sight of the cross that mm-hmm. must ever be before us yeah mm-hmm. exactly if that cross is ever before you the one you bear will be lighter will exactly. be ever lighter
4: and I pray the Lord be help us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 The, the last stanza of the hymn, Abide With Me, says, Hold thou thy cross before my closing eyes. Shine through the gloom and point me to the skies. So don't let me ever forget the cross. Again, another hymn, Jesus, keep me near the cross. In the, cross, the cross, in the cross, be my glory ever. So I think that's a message we can, we can take away. I love how you are broken this down into three possible reasons. One, the consciousness of his own wretchedness. The realization of how grace was bought, you know, with the uh, at the price, and then uh, the tenderness of his own heart. And these three we must never forget. No Christian should ever forget his own wretchedness. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved the wretch, a wretch like me. And no Christian must ever forget how grace was brought about, who paid the sacrifice, what sacrifice was given, and no Christian should ever have a heart that is not tender, tender <laughs> enough to realize how... Uh, how grievous it is to, to slight the savior uh, thank you grandma mm-hmm. S I'm reading on um, what's up here where you are reading that the why can be mm-hmm. the why of his crying can be because we are simply overwhelmed overwhelmed by the wonder of it all and that's correct as well oh the wonder of it all exactly we'll be just over by the wonder of it all who am I who am I what is my house just I mean to borrow the language of David thank you very much beautiful I want us to move on to the next one. And this is another very important one because right there at the cross, uh, three persons appeared to, to Christian. The, the author called them the three shining ones. Uh, okay, very quickly, I refer to the text. The three shining ones appeared to him. It says, uh, The first one said to him, Your sins are forgiven. The second one stripped him of his rags and clothed him with fine new clothes. And the third one, Put a mark on Christian's forehead and gave him a scroll with a seal on it. He encouraged him to read it on his journey, and he told him to turn it in at the Celestial Gate. The first one, your sins are forgiven. The second one, clothing him with fine new clothes. And the third one, putting a mark on his forehead and a scroll with a seal. That scroll should be handed, be turned in at the gate of the Celestial City. And the question we are trying to we are uh, discussing there, it says. Discuss the significance of each of their actions. Yeah. What the significance? Very quickly, forgiveness. When the first said, your sins are forgiven. And past, and present,
8: and future.
4: Past, exactly. Thank you, my past, present, and future. And a Christian past, knows future. that, and we should take courage and assurance from that. From that, when when our Lord said it is finished, uh, it was truly finished. There. Second one. Uh, a brand new dress, new garment. Isaiah sixty-one ten. I delight greatly mm. in the Lord. My soul rejoices in my God, for he has clothed me with garments yeah. of salvation and I read yes, me in a robe of righteousness. Go ahead, man.
7: yeah
8: No, uh, you said it. You said what I wanted to say. Okay. I have, I have new life. New mm. life.
4: Exactly, new life.
8: Life of holiness.
4: Exactly, new life, life of holiness, and then again, not the garment of righteousness with which we can appear before God, because otherwise, in our own wretched clothes, we will have no place of standing uh, before Him. Uh, But then He clothes us with these uh, garments of righteousness. We also have joined us, uh, therefore, then the Lord, Reverend Lufemi James. Thank you very much, sir. That's it, Reverend Venerable. I'm sorry, sir. Venerable Femi James saying. If we consider the fact that the cross depicts shame, reproach, and so many other things that are undesirable, to come to such a place and have your long-standing burden rolled away, it will surely bring about tears of joy. The years we wasted, mm, carrying about the load of sin before we... Came to the cross can also bring tears, hmm. and 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 again, I mean, you agree with it is so true. Uh, number one, you think of the tears of joy uh, because of the years one has wasted. You haven't wasted so many years, and especially for those uh, who uh, who did not come to Christ very early in life, they look back and say, "Wow, only if i had come to Him earlier on, I could have done so many things. You know, I could have contributed more to the kingdom." And indeed, it applies even to all of us as well. The years we spent in sin. Uh, not knowing that we should not slight the Savior. Thank you very much. So this is a very, very beautiful one. The years wasted, and that hymn we sang earlier on. Yes, I spent in vanity and pride. You know, hmm. so there are so many reasons, as Doug said, that could lead to a Christian weeping before the cross. In fact, if we were to list all of them, just keep. Uh, the more we think about it, the more reasons we find. The, the most important thing I think you have mentioned is that one's heart should ever remain tender enough to weep at the foot of the cross. Uh, if a Christian gets to a place. Where it's hard or hard, is no longer tender enough to to weep at the foot of the cross. Then there's a problem. There's a big, big problem there. And I'd like to talk about this third one. This third one is quite important, where uh, Christian was given a scroll with a seal. A scroll with a seal, and he was told to read that scroll as he journeyed along and to turn it in at the celestial gate. He wants to talk to us about that, that scroll with a seal
1: maybe i could say something about that okay go ahead because i see that many times Mm. believers are not very clear about the role of the holy spirit in our daily lives Mm. so we live our lives thinking that the holy spirit dwells in us as a promise of the father fulfilled but the dynamism of his work in us we lose sight of it Mm. and usually when i want to speak with brethren as to the four critical components of the Christian journey. Yes. Number one, you must pray every day. Number two, you must study your Bible. Now, the reason why you must do the two is, if you don't study your Bible, you will never grow because it's spiritual nourishment. If you don't pray, you will have nourishment, but you will lack might. The Bible says he told them this parable that men ought always to pray and, and not to faint. Mm. So a giant you will be when you study your Bible, but a weak giant if you do not pray. So you study your Bible, you pray. Number three is that you must be you must be growing in fellowship with other brethren because there is a reason why God brings us into a community of the faith. The Bible says iron sharp net iron mm-hmm. as a man sharpens the face of his brother. It's a spiritual principle. We can never be broken. And number four. You must have a dynamic working relationship with the Holy Spirit. Start with the Holy Spirit first, living in you as a sealed scroll. Exactly, sealed. sealed. Because when we say a scroll is sealed, you ordinarily should not be able to gain access into its content. Yeah. So it is sealed. But that is our work with the Holy Spirit. He first comes into us and dwells in us. The next thing is that he now opens up himself to us on the pages of scripture and in the different encounters that we will have with him regularly Mm. so it is both a closed book and an open book so that at the end of the day we take him back as a guarantee that was given so there are three things that the holy spirit will do number one the holy spirit will indwell us because it's the gift of the father to facilitate the journey. Number two is an active facilitator. Mm -hmm. So we have an interaction with him that is dynamic on a daily basis and which we can grow into. Number three, we have him as a legal tender Mm -hmm. that we admit us into heaven. So if we ever lose sight of him, we jeopardize ourselves in a very significant manner. Mm. So if a person now gets to a point that is Christian life, is all motion, no spirit. Mm. That person is at the risk of not entering into that great kingdom. Because that that motion of the Holy Spirit, that life of the Holy Spirit, is also the seal of the Holy Spirit. And why do we need the seal? John chapter 10, verse 28. When it comes to a point when the accuser of the brethren will come to you, oh, you did this thing, you did that thing, you will never make heaven what will be the answer to the devil even on your deathbed mm-hmm. will not be your good works mm-hmm. it will be the seal of the spirit mm. that my admittance is guaranteed. It is guaranteed and it was a seal given from the beginning oh, yes. don't forget this was a christian going on to the celestial city mm-hmm. so above all else there must be a guarantee that the journey will not be a waste. Exactly. The Holy Ghost exactly. is
4: that guarantee. Exactly. And pray God will help us. Amen. Amen. I love that. So, there is that guarantee that the journey will not be a waste. Yeah. Ephesians 1 14 says, When you believed, you were marked in Him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession it's a seal guaranteeing that the journey will not be in waste exactly and and that's the assurance we have from the seal of the Holy Spirit and i love the portion of the text where uh, christian was told to keep reading the scroll on the way keep reading it though know, because again as we said yesterday there will be trials on the way but you need to be reminded that look this journey will not be in waste just keep on we have the, the seal has been given. Beautiful. Thank you very much, Doc, and thank you everyone for contributing. Finally, now we have uh, we have reflected on Christian weeping at the foot of the cross, but this text did not end on the note of him weeping. Look at this beautiful song he sang. He said, after that, then Christian gave three leaps for joy, meaning he jumped for joy three times, and he went on singing, thus far did I come leading with my sin, nor could anything ease the grief that I was in, Until I came here, what a place this is. This must be the beginning of my bliss. For here, the burden fell off from my back, and here, the chains that bound it to me did crack. Oh, blessed cross, oh, blessed sepulcher, blessed rather be the man who there was put to shame for me. What a song. Uh, I'm surprised that nobody has put this to to him over the years. Or maybe perhaps, I'm going to check. (laughs) I'm going to tell you that somebody has said this to to a hymn, but this is a beautiful one. Christian saying, Oh, blessed cross, blessed sepulchre, blessed rather be the man who there was put to shame for me. What do you say about that dog that uh, the man who was there with pain, and please, anybody, please contribute. The man was there with pain, now went on his journey, you know, singing the praise of the man who there was put to shame for me.
1: Yeah, thank you, Brother Femi. I could not think of any other scripture. Mm. That gives, I mean, that, that gives the full cycle for us. Mm. But Romans chapter fourteen and verse uh, nine, no, for, and verse seventeen okay. says, "For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but mm. righteousness, joy. and peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost." The Holy Ghost, exactly. When a man comes to the cross, he enters into the righteousness of Christ. Mm. And his body must be rolled away that he may have final peace with God and man. And what can come out of that can only be joy in Mm. the Holy Ghost.
4: Ghost. So it was that
1: Holy Ghost joy that broke forth into the Mm. song. We must never forget that the full circle of the Christian life is righteousness, Mm. peace, and joy Mm. in the Holy Ghost. Indeed. Let it not be that Satan, the devil, will be able to rob us of that joy we have known the righteousness. We know the peace. Yes. But because of the trials of everyday life and the tribulations we face, to be
4: we then forget of the that joy. there is
1: a joy. Mm. No. In the full cycle, there is joy. In, in, in Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10, it's a scripture that I love so much. It says, and be ye not sorry. For the joy of the Lord Jesus is
4: your Amen. 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 Indeed, indeed, and who will not be joyful who sin has been forgiven? Who will not be joyful? Who has been clothed with the righteousness of Christ? Who will not be joyful? Who has been guaranteed? Who has been guaranteed entry into the celestial city? And with the Holy Spirit, again, you know, Galatians 5 it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, 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 joy. And I pray that the, no nothing will ever rob any one of us of the joy of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Anybody takeaways? Any other takeaway that we've not touched today before we sing our closing hymn today? It to be the old rugged cross. So I would cherish the old Ruger, because I think from this lesson, uh, what something important to take away is you know the primacy of the cross, the importance of the cross, and the remembrance that it was all consummated there, there at the cross. Uh, any other contribution? Maybe a takeaway point that we've not touched today.
11: The the, the only thing I just want to Substantiate his leaping. Mm,
5: okay, that, good. good um, go ahead.
11: It's also a fulfillment of scriptures mm, for good. children of God in Malachi four, verse two, mm. that says that. But for you who fear my name, mm. the son of righteousness will rise. The son of righteousness will rise
4: with, alien with healing in his wings, its wings mm. and you will go Amen. forward and leap mm. joyfully and fr-
11: like calves with exactly. his mm.
4: Thank you. Thank <laughs> so, you very much. Thank you very much for that. Uh yes, 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 yes. And live for joy. And I love NIV says and frolic, frolic like well-fed calves, frolic. Hallelujah. <laughs> frolic. frolic exactly that like well. A That's a strong word like well-fed calf, you know. And so Christian, you know, left for joy. He Said three times. That, that was somebody really, really excited. Like whoa, whoa! I've won the lottery. I've won the lottery. <laughs> and again, um, there is this this aim. If you remember, Oh, for a thousand talks to sing. There is a portion there. Where it says, "And leap ye lame for joy, and leap ye yeah. lame, and leap ye, limb. leap ye lame for joy." Those who have received the salvation should, uh, should leap uh, for joy. Let's quickly take this call. make it very short so I can close. Oh, okay, we we lost it there. I'll see if we can uh, reconnect. Uh, but it says uh, that's the truth. And leap ye lame for joy. Uh, thank you very much, Mister B, for pointing us to uh, to that that we are co- uh, the importance of uh, being joyful. In the Holy Spirit. Thank you. Any, any other person, any takeaway? Any other takeaway point? Okay, I'll see if I can take this call, otherwise, we we'll sing the hymn now. Okay, sis, go ahead, go ahead. I would love to add that. It was leaping
2: mm. because uh, it was fulfilling scriptures. Okay. That um, it's a man being Christ. Mm. Second Corinthians 2 Corinthians uh, 5.17, yes. he becomes a new creature. Yes. Everything about him becomes new. Mm. You know, this newness that uh, Christian... Is enjoying in Christ. It changed him to a new person and he had a new outlook of life and he became a joyful person. Yes. Because the Bible says the Kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. Okay. And if further tells us that we should rejoice in the Lord God always. Yes. You will see that when the comes to Christ, the actual house of Christ, we have is an encounter that changes us and makes us have that joy, that deep joy in our life Mm -hmm. that makes us live. The joy reflects in the eyes, in the face of the believer and makes him live for joy at every time. A kind of joy that but someone that has not come to Christ does not understand. Hmm. That's my submission. Thank yeah.
4: you. Thank you very much. The kind of joy that someone that has not come to Christ cannot understand. Sorry, I'm going to cite another hymn. Glorious things of their spoken. If you look at the final verse, it says, "He uh, says, some, okay, I can't get it now. But only Zion, only people from Zion can know solid joy and lasting pleasures." Solid, solid joy and lasting treasures none but Zion's children know. Solid joys and lasting treasures none but Zion's children know. And I pray that uh, the solid joy that has been given to us, no one will rob us of it in Jesus' name. Not all the, no, uh, no power of hell, no scheme of man will rob us of it in Jesus' name. Uh, thank you, Venerable, again saying that you and I know that the title is nothing, Okay, okay, this is between me and well Good, good, good. Okay, let's sing together. <laughs> on a hill far away, still that old rugged cross. Come on.
5: Oh. still that old rugged cross. The emblem, the emblem of suffering of and, shame. and shame, and I love, and I love that old love. cross where the dearest, dearest and best and for a world of lost was laid. I'll that old rugged cross so despised by the world has a wonderful attraction for me for the day of all For on that old cross, Jesus suffered and died, so pardon and sanctify me. Be true, it's shame and reproach, gladly bear.
4: Then you call me someday to my home far away, where is glory forever? I'll share. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. By the grace of God, we we'll meet next so, next Saturday, July twenty nine at eight PM. By the grace of God, and then we we we'll find Christians encountering new set of people. New set one is called simple, the other one's lost, the other one presumption. Thank you very much. Looking forward to seeing you, uh, Sister Mosogwe. Please uh, lead us in saying the closing prayer. Oh, is the most guy still there? I think I just had a voice now. Okay, anyone led by the Spirit to just say the closing prayer, please.
10: In Jesus'
4: name, Amen.
10: Father, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for bringing us together. We thank you for the Word. We thank you for the study. We thank you for the contribution. We thank you for the knowledge that we are learning. We thank you, O Lord God, for life. We thank you for everything that you have done. We thank you for the cross. We thank you for salvation. Thank you, we Lord. thank you, Lord, because it is indeed a privilege. Father, Lord God, may our thanks, O Lord God, forever be a sweet smelling cymbal to your ears in the mighty name of
4: Jesus. Amen.
10: Father, Lord God, as we go about, O Lord God, to our homes and our different um, destinations. Father, Lord God, we pray that this week, oh Lord God, we bring light, oh Lord God, to our Christian living in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray that we walk more closely to you in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, oh Lord God, that salvation, oh Lord God, and things that will stray us, from the way of Christ will be far from us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Give us the grace to be to be able to identify, oh Lord God, the things, oh Lord God, are that will cause misery, that will cause us to walk away from the cross. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you, oh Lord God. And we commit our night into your hands. Thank you for in the mighty name of Jesus Christ we have prayed. Amen.
4: Amen. Amen. Thank you also very much. Wishing you a wonderful week ahead. And we we'll see next week by the grace of God. Thank you. At the cross, at the cross where I first saw the light and the body of my heart rolled away, it was there by faith I received my sight. And now yeah. I all the day. The cross of the cross at of the, the, cross. Cross,
3: at the
4: cross, where I first saw the light. Where
3: I first saw the light.
4: and the burden of my heart rolled away. I receive my sight, and now I'm happy. I'm happy. Compared. Love beyond degree
5: at the cross at the cross at
4: the cross at the cross the The burden of my heart rolled away. Thank you so very much
3: once
0: aqui. I spent in vanity and está aqui. Caring not my Lord was crucified, knowing night it was for me.